Hey guys, welcome to Suspish. I'm Andy. And I'm Kelly. And holy shit, this podcasting shit is insane. <laughs> yeah, um, the editing process um, was a bit of a disaster, but we got there. We got there. We did get there, but I never realized it involved so much. And we're um, not the most tech-savvy individuals. No, absolutely not. So... It was definitely a process, but the first episode did get out there, and we're here. So. We're here. And, like, I really liked, because her child, every time was like, it's Andy and Kelly, and he'd be like, it's, insert his name here. But it was really cute. Yeah. I was dying. So, I, I, I think we listened to the first one about 67 times. At least 67. I could probably recite our whole first podcast word for word. Just Why don't you do it? This is what the second one is. <laughs> the second one is. See what we get from memory. <laughs> so anyways, we have... Three more cases. Three more cases again this week. I'm sorry. Andy's really like, what's the word? Going for it? And I'm like, I got one case for y'all. Well, I see stuff in the morning. I'm like, oh my god. Well, how could I not put that into the podcast? I just how could I not say... do it? But yeah, so three cases... Um, she's gonna go again first because I like the one case hers, me, then her lovely setup. The first case I have is a bit of a, it's a doozy. It's a, oh, we love a doozy. It's an interesting one. I'm not really sure what Kelly has, but uh, I oh. also have one that I feel like a lot of people will actually know about. So. Definitely. We'll save that one it's, for last. It's a, that one's a doozy, too. That one is... It's 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 a weird... It's strange. Just like us. Yeah. So, should we just dive right in? 100%. I feel like I'm talking lower, lower because in I was re-listening and I hated my voice. So. I hate my voice, too, but I just tried not to think <laughs> about it. So, we're, just, we're, we're trying new things. We're know? trying new things on this podcast. The podcast voice. <laughs> the podcast voice. The podcast voice. Should I talk like this the whole story? Let's just every every podcast change our accent. Pinpoint <laughs> where we're from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we'll get right into mine. Um, that was not right into it. <laughs> Um, so a national manhunt is underway for a woman charged with the murder of her five-year-old son, Cairo Jordan. Shit. Yeah. So she's still on the run. She's still out there. King, she is King Jordan. Yeah. He. She is out there. It is 37-year-old Dewan Luddy Anderson of Atlanta, who is currently on the run. Um, her sister, or who she claimed to be her sister, I don't think they're actually sisters. I think it was just like one of those friends that she said was her sister. And that's 40-year-old Don Elaine Coleman of Louisiana. And they're both accused of Cairo's death. Oof. So remember, Anderson is still on the run. Anderson's on the run. He's five. He's dead. They found the body? Yes. Oof. Yeah, he, w- he was about to be six when they found his body. Like, <gasps> no. the following Monday, he would have turned six. But, yeah, so Coleman was arrested on October 19th in California. Um, for neglect of a dependent resulting in death and obstruction of justice. So, we got one caught, one still, she's out there. Which one was caught? Coleman. So, the, the not the boy's mother. The accomplice. The accomplice. The boy's mother is Anderson. But, like, I just don't understand, like... You're not going to understand a lot of this case. It's, it's... Like, it's a, it's a, a, a woman and her friend. Yeah. 
not like the boy's parents or it's like it's like yeah they don't really make level. mention of the dad like it doesn't seem like the dad was in the picture or and she's she's at all. not like i would expect this from like a young mom no she's, she's 37. 37 yeah the other one's 40 mm-hmm. yeah so they're not like young kids yeah. So police say on April 16th, a man came across a suitcase on his property <gasps> while hunting for wild mushrooms. So this is on his own property. He's hunting for mushrooms they and he comes across the suitcase. They put the poor baby in a suitcase, didn't they? You'll find out. So the man opened the suitcase, which props him because if I saw a suitcase in the middle of the woods, I would not be opening it. I don't know. He didn't say anything about the smell, but I'm assuming. I mean, the suitcase wasn't there for that long. Where's this again? Um, I believe it's in Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, where the body was found. I was just thinking, like, maybe it was cold or... In April in Indiana, I would think it would be cold. Or, like, I don't know chilly. Indiana weather. It's, I feel like, similar to Pennsylvania weather. Oh, you're triangling us. Do we say that in Pennsylvania? Well, I don't know. Well, now you know. Now you know. So he opened the suitcase to find a pillow and a black trash bag. And in the trash bag, it contained Cairo's body. Oh. Yeah. So the autopsy revealed that Cairo had died from an electrolyte imbalance. What? Yeah. Most likely due to gastroenteritis or vomiting and diarrhea, which led to dehydration. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I know you're going to get to it, but like... <laughs> I know you're going to get to it, I know, but I, I know we'll get there, but like... Was it an accident? Or... I don't think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna firmly say it was not an accident. So this child like shit himself to death. Yeah, he was dehydrated. Oh my god. Yeah. Um he said that his body um uh, like he he died within the week of his body's discovery. So like oh, yeah. soon, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't not soon enough. But like dehydration, like it's so I don't wanna say it's so easy to fix, but yeah, you know, it's just neglect and almost torturous. You ever been dehydrated? I've been dehydrated. That shit sucks. Yeah. That's, that's, it, it, you'll see in the story why it's even more fucked up. Oh, God. Yeah, so Cairo was buried in June in Salem, Indiana. Um, and at the time he was buried, he was unidentified. No one claimed him. I was going to say, like, did he have, like, grandparents or? He does. But at this point, nobody. I think it's also, to, just to, to go back to the two suspects, Anderson and Coleman, one is from Atlanta, one is from um, Louisiana. So it's like... That's when you said Indiana before. I was so confused. Yeah, they're like kind of all over the map. So I don't really know if they were living in Indiana or how that was working. It seems like they were kind of... And as we'll see in the story, like, they're all over the place. So I don't really know... I don't know why what I've... the situation was, living situation. So but that Beyonce song was like, "My Daddy Alabama, Mama." <laughs> that's what's stuck in your head. That that that's what came to. So yeah, at the time, no one claimed him, which is really really sad. So they had like a memorial service, and like the, like the, the only people who showed up was like the community people and like, the police, and they called him like the unidentified angel and stuff like that. Poor little baby. Yeah. So it's a lot. Like imagine your son's almost four. Yeah. He's a year older than this. Te- it's uh, terrible. I can't imagine at all. Is this I... why you said that you were crying when you were writing this? Yes. <laughs> it's hard just because, like, that little boy, and as we'll see as we get further along, like, it's crazy shit. And, like, the, he did not deserve this. Did well, not... yeah, he's five. There's nothing a five year old can do to oh, deserve anything. Oh, absolutely not. That's true. 
So video surveillance showed, um, this is video surveillance from like the guy's property, like he had cameras mm-hmm. up. It showed that a vehicle stopped near where the body was found at 4.53 p.m. on April 14th. So the the body was found on the 16th. The car was there on the 14th. So I'm assuming he was only there for like those two days. Um, Police say cell phone records show that Anderson and Coleman were in the same area that day. So that's kind of how they got onto this. And there's other things that they got onto these suspects. And I think this is how they identified who the boy was. Okay, but if you're going to do a crime... Yes. We all know that everyone knows by now your cell phone's ping wherever the frick you are. I don't think these women were... Um, intelligent? There. Oh. Like, no, they were there, but, like, not mentally there, oh, I guess okay, I should okay. clarify that. <laughs> yeah, I no, was like, like not but men- their phones no, were. No, they were definitely there, but, like, mentally, they're not there. You'll see. We'll get to it. Oh, we love getting there. Um, so, Cairo was found in a Las Vegas-themed suitcase, um, which... The same suitcase was found in pictures on Coleman's social media. So, like, in the pictures, like, yeah, the same suitcase. Um, investigators also lifted prints from two different people on the suitcase and trash bag, which those prints belonged to Anderson and Coleman. So, so this is kind of how they tied everything they together. They didn't even try. No, they didn't even try. But, like, again, I don't think that these women are sane. Like they I mean, they're sane, but they're not. They shouldn't have had a child. Yeah, I don't really know how, like, child services were not involved in this at all. Um, so after finding the prints on the suitcase, police decided to do a deep dive into Anderson and Coleman, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they found that Anderson was arrested twice in two different states just a month before Cairo's body was found. So this is why I said, like, I don't know what the living situation was like. I don't know whether they were living in a car, traveling all everywhere, because there's, like, multiple different states involved. So I don't know... I do have a question. Was he's five? Correct. Was he in kindergarten, or not he in school? would be? But I I don't know if he was in school. Because I was like, if he was unidentified, you think the school would have said something? Exactly. Or... So that's why I again I don't know what the situation was like. It doesn't sound like he was in school. It doesn't sound like there was any like like he was never reported missing. So mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like he was ever in like like it sounds like. Anderson and Coleman were who he was with all the time. And that was it. it. And no one checked in. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, on March 12th, Anderson was arrested. But she was arrested in South Carolina. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, we got... Coleman was arrested in California. I I feel like I need a map. I I need the the (laughs) The, strings. strings. So, Coleman was arrested in California. Yes. The body was found in Indiana. Indiana's up here. Indiana. Right? Indiana's here. Then, so, they're from Atlanta and Louisiana, mm-hmm. but then they're in South Carolina. Like, they're all over. Like I said, they're all over the map. But, on, hey, they didn't make it to the Northeast. They didn't make it to the Northeast. Yeah, but I know them. Um, on March 12th, Anderson led South Carolina troopers on a high-speed chase when they clocked her 2019 Dodge Challenger going 92 miles an hour in a 60 miles per hour zone. So mean. <laughs> the chase but she cha- she led the much oh, so the chase that. lasted about 30 miles until her car ran out of gas yeah like if you are deciding to pursue like a chase with the police maybe you should think about how much gas you have in your car yeah because 30 miles is not long a lot no that's i drive 30 miles i was gonna say i feel like my car is on e and i could still go 30 miles so your car would have been on e and you're like Okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this thing. 
<laughs> at 90 miles an hour, which spends warm gas. Yeah. So the individuals in the car would not get out, so troopers had to actually break the back window to get the passengers out of the car. And she had passengers? Yeah. It was Anderson, Coleman, and Cairo in this car. Oh, oh, this is beforehand. Oh, yeah. This is on March 12th. He was found on April 16th. Yeah, that didn't register. Yeah. So this is before. So I was thinking she was running away from the cops, and that's why. No. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm there now. Yeah. So it was... It's the ADHD. I don't listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> One weird thing that I found super bizarre, and, like, nobody ever said, like, anything about... Like, this was mentioned, but, like, it was never, like, said anything else about it. The car was registered to Ashley Logistics Corporation... <laughs> where Anderson is listed as the C- CEO and her son is listed as the secretary. <laughs> it reminded me of that show, The Watcher. It was like, the LLC's buying it. The what? The Watcher? You watch that. Yeah. Right? And they're like, the LLC's buying it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I don't, I have no idea what is the deal with that. <laughs> it's a registered business. It's a registered business. The car is registered to the business and the five-year-old is the secretary. <laughs> He was probably better than these guys. Probably, honestly. I, so I, I, but they like, they didn't say like anything else about this company. Just, just the that the car was registered to it. Car registered, five year old secretary. Yes. Yep. Pretty much. How could they even let you put that your five year old is a secretary? Like I, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's. You think they look into it? Cause don't you need like a social security number? I would think, right? But I, I guess I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um. So Anderson was booked. For child endangerment, speeding, and failure to stop for blue lights. And she was put to jail. Um, So then she gets out. And 19 days later, she was arrested again. This time, she was arrested in Kentucky. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and just think about it. That's 19 days. You're you're going from South Carolina to Kentucky, which is not far, but, like, I mean, it is, but it isn't. But, like, I mean, you could do it in 19 days, but, like, still, like, what were you doing? <laughs> it sounds like me. Like, that's what I feel like you view as my life. You're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in West Virginia. Yeah, like, why? I'm in South Carolina. You're like, <laughs> but why? I don't know. So, yeah, she was arrested in Kentucky for robbery in the second degree. So, then she also went to jail for a little bit for this. Um, so, police had also found bizarre posts on Anderson and Coleman's Facebooks relating to blood magic, <laughs> the occult, demons exorcism possession and other supernatural supernatural topics so like okay yeah i told you you're just gonna be like what is going on like but like i i can see it because like i have a skeleton in my living room yes we know we know joan we know joan but like i don't know but I like, I'm not into blood magic. I don't even know what blood magic I, is. I, that's why I'm not into it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what blood magic is. But like what I'm saying is I'm like, not into demons either. Like that's 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 No, that's I don't, beyond I my don't fuck with demons. <laughs> I don't fuck I mean, maybe the men I'm into are demons, but I don't fuck with demons. <laughs> so Anderson's Facebook account had the name Katu Katu. I tried to look it up and I like, I feel like that means something. But I got I looked it up on Google and got various definitions for that. Yeah. From drunkenness to violent acts, which, like, I get, like, how that could relate. And then cat. And, like, so there was a bunch of different definitions for that. Yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo, got screwed. That too. But it also sounds like it could be the name of a demon, doesn't it? 
Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh, what's that demon? Oh. No, I don't want to like call Zoro. <laughs> no. Isn't it like Zuzu? I don't want to call out a demon or anything. Isn't that a car? Oh, that's an Azuzu. What? That's a car. An Azuzu. This is a, that's a car? Yeah. I thought you were trying to get to Zimufu, the lemur. He might have been a demon too. He was. So she posted three weeks after her arrest in South Carolina. And this is a direct quote. So I'm reading this exactly how it was written. So bear with me here. <laughs> Can't wait to tell my story. I had to raise my frequency, heal myself and past lives, heal my ancestors, heal shit in the universe, heal, heal Gaia <laughs> to exorcism, a power, very powerful demonic force from within my son. Had enough people to assist in the alignment. Had, enough, had people in enough alignment with their soul to assist me. Still, I chose my soul and was able to completely heal myself and remove old paradigms from my mind. I know you can choose your soul with no questions asked. Can I have that in English? Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. So, sounds like she thinks that her son is possessed by a demon. Which... I get, in a way, because I feel like my children are possessed half the time. But not but in that they're way. they're not. They're not. But, like, holy shit, some days I could feel, I feel that. When your daughter starts growling at you? Or when my son says, Mommy, who's that person behind you? And there's no one behind me and we're alone in the house. Oh, my God. He does that all the time. Every time I'm babysitting, he's like, who's that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just walk out of the house and leave here. You're good by yourself, right? <laughs> So two days after, so that was before she got arrested um, for the speeding thing. So this is is then two days after her arrest. She wrote, stop getting caught up in the vessels of this realm. You guys get caught up with how old the body is. If they are are adults or kids, don't even know it's a full-grown demon in the child's body telling you what to do because you didn't choose your soul. Better start using your third eye. A full-grown demon. Yeah. Like, what is going on? I mean, I know, like, in the movies, mm-hmm. the demons always choose the children. Not always, but frequently. Yeah. But, like, I don't think Cairo was a demon. Cairo did nothing to deserve this. He was probably a normal five-year-old child, and this person is mentally unstable. <laughs> it reminded me of, I want to kill my mom. <laughs> I want to kill my dad. Yeah, so, I mean, nothing ever says, like, like, why they believed Cairo was, like, a demon, but... So then three days after that post, she then posted four separate posts. Oh, God. So the first one is, can't wait to tell this story. Again. Then the says, answer? about that exorcism. <laughs> like, how about that exorcism? How about that exorcism? <laughs> then she says, the third post is a book about living with a demonic child. <laughs> then the fourth post is just she, says, and a podcast. Is she writing these herself? What do you mean? Like she's writing a book about living with a... I don't know. <laughs> I think she's got some that's, screws loose up there. <laughs> that's what our podcast should have been called, Living with a Possessed Child. Two of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so... Coleman then started posting strange things to her Facebook while Anderson was in jail for the second time. Oh, my God. So yeah. she's taken on the role. So she is taken over with the batshit craziness. 
And her account was called like her Facebook name on Facebook was Ann Kai Keek. Again, I feel like that's something that means something. Um, Ann Kai Keek. Yeah, Ann Kai Keek. Ann Kai Keek. So on I April, don't want to like say these names because I feel like I'm like, are, like are we summoning yeah, a demon? Like, I don't. <laughs> like, did they summon the demon and that's why the child was possessed? I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe we should stop saying. <laughs> I don't want to say these names. <laughs> so on April fourth, she wrote. So this is April fourth. So he was his body was found on the sixteenth. So okay. just to give you the timeline. So on April fourth, Coleman wrote, "Don't let avatars fool you. There is a face under it. You need to see. Some have souls. Some don't." Evil and wicked is hiding in plain sight. Must keep rising. AKMG. What? Yeah. AKMG. Yeah. So it's very similar to what Anderson was writing. Very, like... Fucked up. There are demons and children are vessels. (laughs) And my child is the vessel. My child is the specific vessel. But, like, why... I wanted to say vesticle, but it's not right. No. Not right. But why would you present that on Facebook? Because you're not there in your mind. You are insane. Like, I would follow these people. Follow these people? Add these people Yeah, like, Facebook. imagine being these people's Facebook friends, aren't you? Like, what the fuck is going on? I would I would do it for the entertainment. I frequently add people on Facebook for the entertainment purposes. Yeah, but this would be like, okay, like, I feel like something is not right and here. Maybe I should reach out to the police. So then four days later, she wrote on Facebook again and said, Just because the avatar is of what we call a child does not mean that it is actually a child. There are beings that are here that are not supposed to be here, that pick avatars to hide behind, to play roles, to steal energy, and to run. You better check to see if the if the children that you think are children actually have souls, or if they are <laughs> not malevolent beings with a soul and in a child avatar. Like, this is like word vomit, I feel. Magic is real. Curses are real. And there are some very powerful evil beings there that will curse your womb and then some. Nothing is what it seems. And we are catering to evil beings and children and children avatars that aren't even children. Veil needs to rise. Most of want most will be wiped out. Okay, so like that sounded like I just had a stroke. That's yeah. how it is exactly written. Because of your demons in this paradigm. Um, and then it says AKMG. Did she say how you figure this out or you just have to yeah like okay so you have to see if your child is a demon like is there a test for this like do they sell like a covid test like stick it up their nose oh demon like like that string you tie the crystal to the string be like "Mm." right it's like or just ask them like are you a demon and if they say yes (laughs) which the child will just say my son will absolutely say he is a demon well we're unsure on that (laughs) so then the, the the posts don't stop the post don't stop. <laughs> they just don't stop. Can't um, stop, won't stop. The day before Anderson was released, so Anderson's still sitting her happy ass in jail, <laughs> Coleman wrote, most of the children aren't even really children at all. Just an avatar playing a character. Like, what? I thought we, we went through that already. She had to post that again. No, she needed to reiterate that. Oh. I mean, I'm still confused. It didn't clear anything up. No, me either. So then on April 11th, Anderson was released from jail and immediately went to Facebook and said, just got out of a jail mission. (laughs) (laughs) Then proceeds to write another post saying, yes, had to do some healing and killing. In jail. I don't know. So that was on April 11th. 
in the timeline, he was found on the 16th. They were spotted near the area where the body was found on the 14th. And it's a mission. She was on a jail mission. Whatever that means. Okay. So this one is really insane. So four days before Cairo was... Cairo was found, Anderson tweeted at Father Vincent Lampert, who was a designated exorcist. Mm. I don't know how you get that designation <laughs> and why she thought Twitter would be the best method of what, communication. What other, what other method would she have? <laughs> to commute, Tell communicate me. with a designated exorcist. <laughs> it's the twit or nothing. <laughs> I guess so. So in the timeline, this is four days. So this would be April 12th because he was found on Do the Do you have the tweet? I do have the tweet. Are you ready? Did he respond? He did not because he has not been active on face on Twitter since 2017. So you think she'd look at that? I, I, going to Twitter to find <laughs> an exorcist would not be my first. I don't even use Twitter. I don't Me like either. Twitter. I don't like Twitter either. So here's her direct tweet. Good day, sir. I need to speak with you urgently. I have survived death attacks from my five-year-old throughout his throughout the five years he's been alive i have been able to weaken his powers through our blood i have his real name and he is 100 years old need assistance <laughs> guys i need some assistance like that's it like so he's no longer five he's 100 yeah he's 100 now did she say the real name no we don't know the real name. she has it but i mean i don't want to speak it but did, do you have it i'll do it i don't have it oh i don't have it maybe we'll come out later I mean, maybe when this bitch is arrested, she could give us some clarity on what the fuck is going on. Um, so then she made one final Facebook post, and this was the day that her cell phone pinged near where the body was found. So if you think about it, this could be the Cairo's last day alive. This is a whole demon in a child body. Why you think she need a cigarette? What? Why do you think she needs a cigarette? That's exactly how it's written. Like, I did not do that. Like, did not mess up. That is how it's written. Losing energy, huh? 64 years old in a child's body. Was full of gifts and magical rites stronger than many of you because your frequency not high enough. Start asking your spirit to reveal these things to you, hiding behind a body. And that was it. Um, That was her final Facebook post. My brain's just catching up from the tweet. She said, we gave him our blood. Yeah. She okay. said, I have been able to weaken his powers through our blood. So is she giving him blood to drink? Like, what is she doing to this poor boy that he is dehydrated? Like, think about that. Like, she is saying she's doing exorcisms. So what is she doing to this poor boy? Yeah, probably starving him out. Not... And who knows if she's feeding him, you know, like people who do like, I don't know. What do you do during an exorcism? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you feed them. But, like, is she giving him, like, things to drink, like, poison and stuff? And that's why he's vomiting and has diarrhea leading to di- dehydration? Like... It's very possible. And that was her final Facebook post. Um, Cairo's paternal grandparents, so his dad's parents, I mean, they didn't mention anything about the, the dad, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they said they knew nothing about the Facebook posts and that everything seemed to be normal and that she was a good mom. Yeah. What? Yeah. It doesn't say, like, if they were, like... Close. Close, or they were involved in his life, or anything like that, or where they even lived. Mm -hmm. But... Like, maybe she just had, like, 
like a psychotic break or like when, but her and this other girl both had a psychotic that's what break i was going to say like when did she meet this other girl it sounded like the, like she referred to her as her sister so i don't know that doesn't mean <clears throat> jack shit to no it honest. doesn't because like what if she met this other girl and this other girl was bad shit and turned her bad shit yeah i don't know but like it's just crazy that both of them are writing about demonic children and then the grandparents are like, yeah, she, she was there. She was like a good mom. Like, she was in, I don't know. So, currently, Anderson is still on the run and was last seen in the Echo Park area of Los Angeles. Um, so, anyone with information on her whereabouts is asked to call the Indiana State Police at 1-888-437-6432. Yeah. I told you you were going to be like, what is going on in that case? I'm, I'm still just... It's a lot, trying. like, it's trying to, to process. Yeah. The, it's not. It's so, not to me, there. it sounds like they were trying to expel some sort of demon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quote, unquote, mm-hmm. from Cairo and killed him. Yeah, because she's not found, so we don't know. And Coleman's like, found, any... but doesn't, they didn't charge Coleman with murder. Okay. They charged her with, I think, I believe neglect. Yeah, neglect and obstruction of justice and she's not saying anything i know she's not saying anything she was arrested on october 19th so she's so been, recently yeah but she's been in there for a couple of days you think she would have talked you, you'd think unless and she was arrested in california which is the last place that anderson was seen so yeah. she, i'm assuming she's probably somewhere in the cal well, i mean maybe she's gone by now mexico she's somewhere in that area yeah that's... poor cairo uh yeah, definitely was not a demon. Definitely oh, was a sweet not. little boy. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words on that one. I mean, like I said, I'm a mom of two kids, and I frequently refer to my children as demons, but not in this way. Like not, this is extreme. Like, I don't know how you could ever do something like that to a little boy. Yeah, and it's like this this kid was I don't want to believe it, but he was definitely tortured. Oh, absolutely. I I can only imagine what they were doing to him to quote unquote expel a demon from him. And like, where do you go? Like she's on the run. But it sounds like that they've been on the run. Doesn't Since it? April. Well, it sounds like they've been Forever. even when Kyra was alive. Just they were in South Carolina. They were in Kentucky. His body was found in Indiana. Like, they're all over the map. That's true. So, I don't know. There's a lot of questions that we need answered. And hopefully we could find her. Yeah. We- I mean, I think that she is batshit crazy and is going to give some crazy-ass wild story. Um, But it should be interesting. It should definitely be interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully she'll be put away and not... But I hope she doesn't get the insanity. I know. Like, that's why I'm, like, treading lightly when I say she's crazy and insane. Because she is crazy and insane. But I definitely don't think that she's insane in terms of legally. (laughs) I don't think, like, the insanity plea should be a thing. No. I don't either. I feel like there's very, very few people who actually are are considered legally insane. Yeah. Cop out. Exactly. All right. Well, now that we got that... (laughs) Oof, one off our case. All right, are we ready for mine? We are ready. Lay it on us. So we have the state of Wisconsin. Cheese state. 
Yes. The Green Bay Packers. Cheese heads. So the state of Wisconsin versus, we're going to go Daryl, because that's how I would say it. Okay. Brooks. Okay. So on November 21st, 2021, Daryl Brooks drove his red SUV, a 2010 Ford Escape, through the crowd of, what was it? Waukesha? Waukesha, I think. Waukesha. Sorry, I looked I looked it up six times, and I got here, and I'm like, don't remember it. <laughs> Waukesha Christmas Parade is in Wisconsin. He ended up plowing through 68 people, killing six, and after fleeing the scene from a domestic violence incident. So he was fleeing from a domestic violence incident and went to the parade and ran over 68 people. Okay, so I did hear about this one then. Yes, this was last year. So, so, did he, I guess we'll probably get into it, but did he intentionally run into these people or he was, like, fleeing, like, running and... We'll get to it. There's, there's, like he said... Okay, so it's not really, like, sure. His his main argument is there's two sides to the story. Okay, well, we're going to hear we're both only of get, them. We're on, on his eyes, we're only getting one. But we get both. Okay, we get both. We get okay. both. All right, so after <clears throat> he killed, not killed 68 people, he killed six people... After he drove through 68 people, um, he rang a random person's doorbell. Like, a ring doorbell. Uh-huh. And I watched the ring doorbell. Oh, my God. And he was asking them to call him an Uber, claiming he was homeless. Where'd he put the car? I don't know. But, like, there's witnesses saying they saw the smashed-up car. So, did he just drive through them and drive away? Yes. And then was caught on the ring doorbell of just, like, knocking on, ring this random person's doorbell. (laughs) And that's terrifying to me. They thought they had a ring doorbell and just didn't open the door and was like, I don't open my door for anyone. You can ring my door, (laughs) ring doorbell, and I still won't fucking answer you. They did. Like, they they opened their, I don't know how the police were called. I mean. I mean, I'm sure the people in the crowd called the police. No, I meant, like, from, because the police showed up at this person's house. Oh, maybe they watched him, like, go there? Maybe. Maybe, maybe it wasn't far. Car. Yeah. I'm not sure on that one. Like, yeah. the, 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 the video I watched on this didn't have, like, it was just the police showed up. Yeah. Like, it was, like, random clips. So, the police brought in on the domestic violence incident, which happened that night. Do they give you, do you know what the domestic violence incident is? Like, and they who was just, it with? They just, yeah, his girlfriend. Okay. Well, ex-girlfriend now. Um, hopefully. <laughs> but they just said that it was in a park. Didn't say really what. I mean, I saw stuff like, I don't know how true it is. I said stuff about a knife, but I also think some people were just exaggerating that. Yeah. But we'll see. My man has a record. Okay. Um. So they brought They always in... have a record. They always have a record. Um, they brought him in on that domestic violence incident, and then they obviously knew he was the owner of that red ford escape mm-hmm. from the parade and um so like was the parade like i'm trying to picture this in my head so did he like join the parade and just like veered off like how did that um or did we'll he hit the people it. in the parade like did he hit the parade or the crowd the crowd but we'll get to it like the prosecutor kind of like maps it out yeah at the end she kind of maps out like okay. her in her closing argument because i'm trying to think about like how yeah my because ma- usually if, you, if there's a parade like the roads are closed for four blocks oh my god like hitting people for four blocks yes and then he stopped because it was the stop of the crowd 
and drove away. Oh my god. See, I was picturing like he just like veered off and just hit the people that were standing right. Sixty eight people. Wow. Four okay. blocks. And then at the end there was no one else, so he just Oh my god. Okay. So where was I? Um he said his excuse was it could have been anyone driving. Your car? Yeah. Which which is I guess true. Could be anyone, but you know, there's witnesses. <laughs> and he's like, What if it was my mom driving? Why would your mom That's want to hit sixty people? Because like there's... he's he's throwing his mom under the bus. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it could. Like, he's like, fuck you, mom. I watched the video of him sitting with the police, and he's like, yeah, it could have been my mom. Doesn't mean it was me. I'm like, really? okay. Like that's that's the best defense you came up with for yourself. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all we got. So, um, Daryl, or the police were calling him Daryl, but everyone else called him Daryl. So I'm not. I'm just going with Daryl. Um, he's a habitual criminal. Of course he is. Um, we'll get to more of them, but it says the prosecutor said he had seven prior convictions. Like violent conv- convictions or just kind of all over the place? I'd say all over the place. Yeah. Mostly violent. Yeah. A lot of domestic violence, but we'll, um, we'll, they, they'll get brought up later. Um, he was actually arrested and released on a $1,000 bail two weeks earlier. Oh, Jesus. Tell me his girlfriend bailed him out. I'm not sure who bailed him out, but... Um, you want to take a guess for what? Domestic violence. But yeah, yeah, domestic violence. But do you know what he did? Do you want to know? Take a guess. His girlfriend in the house a hammer. He drove over his girlfriend's foot. Oh my god. Drove. I think the hammer I'm thinking about is the one. This actually kind of happened in our area, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Didn't he kill his mom with a hammer? He killed Berwick. Yeah, he killed or hit his mom in the head with a hammer and, and then, then drove into a crowd of, in a parade. That's what I was con- That's why I think I, yeah, I'm first. confused too. Because they're very first, similar. Because was, wasn't it a pride parade? I don't know. No, it, it was. wasn't because it was August. I feel like, I don't know what kind of parade it was. Because I was like confusing the two at first, like you said. Like that was down in Berwick, yeah. which is like, what, 45 minutes from us? Yeah. Yeah, but that's. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's crazy. They're so similar. Like a domestic dispute happened and then they run into a crowd. Mm-hmm. I never, like, that's just insane. And okay. I just found it not funny, but like interesting that he tried to hit her with his car. Yeah. Man's likes to use his car, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think if my husband r- tried to run me over with my car, I'd be done. I you, think I'd be done. I think you would domestic violence him. Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I would have like, that car you want to try? Watch me do it. You take his Mack truck. And freaking hit him. Probably. You'd be like, oh, you're going to use a car? <laughs> Mine's <I'm> bigger. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're something else. Um, so now for the trial, which is what this case is about. Um, it ended last week and it um, lasted for 18 days. Um, the whole trial is pretty, pretty bonkers. Um, I feel like that's long. It, it seems like this case is pretty cut oh, yeah, and dry. Mommy, he was he was prolonging the shit out of it. Yeah, it sounds seems like it's pretty cut and dry for it to last eighteen days. And like days. we'll get to it, but it ended abruptly because he stopped cooperating. So it would have went on for longer. He, he stopped would. cooperating in yeah, yeah. court. Yeah. How does that happen? We'll get there. Okay. Um, like I, <laughs> I don't think they have a choice but to cooperate no, in court. <laughs> no, not 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 Daryl. Not Daryl. No. Daryl's a um, special one, I guess. I did not conclude everything because there is like, I want to say like 160 hours of this trial. And and it's all bonkers? It's pretty much all bonkers. Um, but I, I highlighted some great elements. Um, I've never heard of another trial with a lot of this. Like usually it's like, oh, he did this. Or yeah, they this. did like something 
crazy. But, yeah. like, we have all of it. I briefly saw something about it on the news, but I didn't really pay attention. All right. So, um, the first thing he did was my man pulled a Bundy. A Bundy. Do you know what that means? Nope. He decided to release his attorneys and legal counselors, and so I'm not really sure that having yourself as your legal counselor has ever worked in a trial. I'm going to say no. I'm going mean, to say no firmly. The ones I've read about, it has never worked. Um, so I'm assuming that he just, knowing, knowing Mr. <laughs> knowing him <laughs> throughout this trial, um, he just didn't agree with his lawyers. Is he like... Oh, we'll get there. A weirdo? Like, yeah, is he yeah. crazy? Yeah. Okay. So, well, I mean, that, I guess you'd have to be. Right? Someone we'd watch and we'd be like, wow. Okay. Like, if you were talking to them, you'd just, like, stare at them and, like, nod. Like, oh. <laughs> that's interesting. That, that's great. Because um, he has some weird theories. And... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's a theory guy. So, um, does he represent himself the whole trial? Wait for this next point. The original pleas when he had a legal counsel was not guilty by insanity, but that was revoked in September. So he had to try, like, right before the trial started. The trial started October 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a legal counsel, and the original plea was not guilty by insanity. Okay. Yes. So he originally had a whole counsel, and he decided to excuse them, and judge said... And decided he wasn't insane? Yeah, he decided he wasn't insane. Oh. So it's still okay. not guilty. Yeah. But we'll get to the... So he still says he's not guilty. He still says he's not guilty, but he it doesn't make sense in the end. We'll get there. Well, I love... I think that's our quote. We'll, just we'll that, get there. When, when we get merged, we'll just say, we'll get there. Right. We'll get there. Um, so the prosecution obviously has to improve intent of Brooks and to prove the intent that it was the intent to... Like run into those crowd. people. And obviously Brooks just has to say... Prove that he wasn't... Well, he doesn't have to prove anything innocent until proven guilty, but... Yeah. Like, argue that it was not the intent or it wasn't him. Yeah. Um, so what does he choose? Does he choose to just say it wasn't him? So it, it, that's actually my next point was the argue goes back and forth between he wasn't the driver to it wasn't his intent to hit others, like hurt people. So sometimes he was driving. Sometimes yeah. he wasn't. Just really depends on the and day. Like, he never said he was driving, but like the questions he asked implies he was driving. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he pleads not guilty and... Like I said, the, some, some of the questions he asked, the witnesses implies he was the driver. So here's my question. This is maybe a silly question. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know when you're in a trial? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm picturing the tables, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the prosecution's there with their team of attorneys, like, sitting at a table. Like, is he sitting by himself right now? Yes. Oh. So, like, before, like, he was in the orange <laughs> jumpsuit when he had a legal counsel. So now he can wear a suit that he's... He can wear a suit, but he's really? still restrained. And we'll get to the restraints later. He has a whole ish about the restraints. Um... Yeah, so he's in a suit, and he's wearing a mask in the courtroom. He's, like, the only one wearing a mask, which is, you're right, wear a mask, oh, but okay, that okay. becomes a point later. Why did I mask. think that you meant, like, a Halloween mask? Like, <laughs> yeah, what kind of mask is he wearing? Like, you're like, COVID's over, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's, he's the only one wearing a mask, which I, I don't think he was wearing it because of COVID. You think he was just being, like, a prick? I think he was just being a prick, yeah. Because we'll get there where he was just being a prick with the mask. Um, so, like... We'll go over to some of the interactions with the witnesses. Um, so when so was... he gets to interview the witnesses? Like yes, cross-examine he's, them? he's the defense. I hate that. 
Yeah. I hate that so much. Like, you were hit by him and you have to... I'd be like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be able to testify. Yeah, and I didn't include a lot of the witnesses' <clears throat> names, even though they're out there. Cause... Yeah, why? There's no reason. Yeah, yeah. So, um, one witnesses said that he was slamming into bodies and not attempting to slow down. And you all you heard was thuds. Like, oh, bodies God. hitting the car. And one witness actually said that he like he was a driver in the parade mm-hmm. and he said that he could almost reach out and like grab the body off the the car like there was stuck on the car yeah and then the other body that just turned my stomach one guy that was hit said his body was hit and he flew through the air so he's going high speed he's going like do they say how fast he was going he they said 30 to 40 which is still fast. Fast through a crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you gotta think school zones, 15. Yeah. And I mean, realistically, it doesn't really give you a lot of time to get out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, you don't... Like, yeah. You could go through those four blocks pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Four, it's only four blocks. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Like, it's only four blocks driving, but when you're hitting people, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, A big point was for, for books... Brooks was the beeping of the horn. He said that the driver, like a witness testified the driver was beeping through the horn. And this is where like he kind of becomes like he is the driver. Okay. So so one witness said he was beeping the horn? Yes. The guy who flew through the air said he didn't hear anything. I mean, you're also flying through the air. I don't. Yes. Like that's not the first thing on your mind is what am I hearing? But like witnesses testified he was beeping the horn. Which is a weird weird why and that's like one of his main points of defense we'll get there back to the saying um and i just found it funny the way he asked he asked the witness why was the driver beeping the horn like as if the witness is supposed to know why and like what's going the, the hell is going through this fucking weirdo's head who's hitting people in a crowd yeah yeah and the witness answered like i assume it was angry like he was angry and he oh was like, okay so i i guess that clarifies like what kind of beep it was yeah but then he then <laughs> Brooks asks, "Well, do you know that for sure?" And, well, fucking no, I don't. <laughs> and this was my favorite part. And the, the witness just goes, "You asked for my opinion." <laughs> like, no, I don't know for sure. Uh, like, for sure, that's my opinion. Okay. And then um, the prosecution asked the witness to point out the driver in the room. And this like where, this motherfucker. This is where the mask came off because, or this is where the mask comes in because, like, he refused to take the mask off at first. So. If he was in the room. Because he's the only one with the mask in the room. So, in a way, he he did it on purpose. Like, where, yes, what, that's like, what I think. I don't think it was because of COVID. I think he was just being a prick. But, like, because, like, he didn't take it off at first. And then the judge was like, can you take the mask off? And he just looked at her. And she's like, can you please take the mask I'm off? I'm like, take it off before I physically remove it from you. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> he took his mask off. But, like, before he took his mask off to that question, he just kept saying, objection hearsay. To, we love a hearsay. So, can you point out the driver? Objection hearsay. Like, they didn't like, say it was well, you first yet. First of all, <laughs> they didn't say it was you yet. To, to, to do anything, you just got a point. So, that's not saying anything. And, like, they didn't And the guy was it. there. How is that hearsay if the guy was there? It's, it's hearsay. Um, which reminded me, I was transported right back to the Amber giant, Heard, Johnny Depp. Hearsay. <laughs> um... Brooks actually called his ex-girlfriend to the stand. Oh, Jesus Christ. I would be like, D- why? Because this is not going to end well for you. <laughs> Please um, tell me she tore him up on the stand. She actually testified for both 
him and the state. Like, Why is she so... Not for him, but, like, he called her and the state called her. Oh, okay, got ya. Um, and I don't really understand the point of him calling her. Um, Maybe to test it. Because he was... I don't know. Like, the, there was a conversation between the prosecution before the witness came in. Between the prosecution, the judge, and Brooks. And the prosecution was like... The judge has got to be, like, literally sitting there with her head in her oh hand. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I feel so bad. She said it's the worst trial she's ever been through. I believe like, it. Um, Brooks was saying he was going to prove that she was a bad person and mother, which I don't Who? see with this, the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> with, yeah, like, what does that have I, I to don't. do with you? I don't know. Is this, I guess, what does he like, have I guess it's, like, a character witness. Oh, like, trying to break her character down? But, like, yeah, can't you so, not do that? Like, it has no relevancy to the... I, the I case. don't know. I don't. I really don't know. But um, the prosecution brought up that he did not live with any of his children. I don't know how many children he has. Oh, that's what my next question was, like, if he had children. Um, But one of his prior convictions um, was he impregnated his girlfriend when she was a minor. I hate that. I don't know how old he was, but he got arrested for statutory seduction and pled guilty in March 2007. But, like... Doesn't statutory mean, like, four years? Like, so there would have been at least a four-year age years, gap yeah. between them? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I have no fucking yeah, idea. Yeah, I think... I asked, like, Pennsylvania. I know the law. <laughs> my friend... My friend in high school dated someone three and a half years older there, and I was like, that's not okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Um, he was a registered sex offender as an adult, or as a result, not... Uh, he was an adult. So too. he would have had to have been over the age of 18 and at least four years older. Yeah. So if he was... 18, she would have been 14. I mean, he's 40 now, and this was March 2007, so. So he would have been, like. He would have been, like, 27. Can we do the maths? Quick, quick maths. Quick maths. No, no I don't know how to do quick maths Still. Because She would have been in high school. He would have been 82. Uh, she was under 18. Yeah. And he was 25. I'm 25. So he, she was probably, like. Even if she's 17, that's still not okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I probably just blew out everyone's eardrums with my vomiting <laughs> noises. The prosecution, he was like, he wasn't, he wasn't like the prosecutor, but like he was on their team. And like, I don't know, this, this comment really got me. He said, if there's any causation of being her bad mother, it's because Brooks are the direct causation. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, that made Brooks... Oh, probably very, very upset, and he started screaming about this this prior conviction, even though it happened fifteen years ago, and saying that the prosecutor. But why was is he lying. bringing up this conviction, or the prosecutor brought it up? Um, because I guess they knew that Brooks was going to try to tear her down as a character witness. So like, nah, B, you got this on yeah, your yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's. Brooks was saying the prosecutor was lying on the record, even though he was convicted and pled guilty to the crime. But <laughs> like you, man's, you pled, said you were guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you didn't say anything about it then. Don't try now. Yeah. Um, this is where more he was like speaking like he was there, um, even though he's stating he's not. He was blaming mechanical issues of the car. My car just like <clears throat> turned into this crowd of people. And that's why the driver was going through the crowd and why he was using the horn, trying to get individuals out of the way. Um, but, like, how do you end up in the parade route to begin with? 
Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to say before. Like, I feel like parade routes, they're usually blocked off. Like, you yeah. can't access those you, like, roads. I know when we have a parade around here, you can't get, like, two streets away. Yeah, I know. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can't get two streets away. So, like, he would have to go through the barricades two streets away if we were here. I don't know about. And I just don't understand, like, if you're saying it's a brake issue, you would have had to turn into the crowd. Yeah. And if it's a like, steering issue, you would have been able to stop. Like, you're not having six issues with your car at one time. Yeah, that's when I have the driver. There was, Everyone said he did not try to stop once. Not once did he try to stop. Um, and what was his defense for that? He didn't have one. He just said, no, mechanical issues. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you what issues, well, but they were mechanical. We'll, we'll get to, like, a, an issue he said later. Because he brought it up in his closing argument, which you can't bring evidence up in his closing argument. Well, Nance um, isn't... But, like, the later on, in the prosecution's closing argument, it'll clear up, like... Do we know he what did. he did for a living? Like, is he, like, educated at all that would make oh, him think that he was capable of being a, his own defense? He was convicted seven times. That's education. Well, I, I mean, like, did he have a criminal justice degree? I like, is there any so. sort of... I don't... I think little... I looked it up, but I don't remember. I mean, we could look it up, what he did, but... All right, so we looked up the job, and according to Wisconsin records, he's said to be a career criminal and a rapper. Are you ready for his name? No, I'm not. I'm not ready. <laughs> Math Boy Fly. Math Boy Fly. Is that how you say that? Math Boy Fly? Yeah, Math Boy Fly. Math Boy with an I. Math yep. Boy Fly. Um, yeah, so... But what is math? math I don't want to know. Boy I don't want to know. Honestly, it, it's better off just... I, di- I didn't not. need to know that information. Yeah, but, like, you learn, you learn getting convicted seven times. Quick maths. Quick maths. You learn the legal process. And he was in jail, and... I, I just thought he would have, like, maybe... Mm, no. Mm-hmm. He did, I don't think he... I gave even, him too much credit, I, I think. I don't even think, like, at least Bundy tried to study. Tried when he escaped. Like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the library. I doubt my man's went to the library. <laughs> no. No. Um, so, they did get the car examined by a state inspector. Um, he testified there was nothing mechanically wrong with the car, like, period. And, oh, good. Well, at least they, they did and that. And nothing would have prevented him from stopping. Now, I don't know about cars, but I fully committed this was committed out of, like, pure evil and rage of mm-hmm. that domestic violence. But to play devil's advocate, like, I don't know a lot about cars. So, like, if the state inspector got it after it was so beat up from hitting people, like, how would he know that there's nothing mechanically wrong? Because, like, the car was pretty much totaled after hitting 68 people. I mean, maybe the body was damaged, but there's still, like, the brakes. Yeah, I guess so. Like, besides the brakes, that's all I would know. Um, I I guess the brakes would be intact no matter what. But, like... Like, I would just think that only the body would really be damaged. Yeah, I guess so. I have limited knowledge, so I have no clue. Um, You're looking the, the brakes are the only thing that mattered to me <laughs> on this car was just the brakes. Um, now, we are ready. It is time. This is not, that wasn't the crazy stuff. This isn't the crazy stuff? That wasn't the crazy stuff. Are we ready Yay. for it? I called it honky hullabaloo in my notes. Honky hullabaloo. Yes, because like it's, it's that crazy. It's like, whoa, bro. All right. Um, he has some... Um, I kept saying trail instead of trial in my notes, and, like, it's it's cutting me off every time. Um, he said, like, the trial was null and void because he's a sovereign citizen. Um, 
What does that mean exactly? Oh, I I've said, seen I videos of people saying that they're sovereign citizens and like, well, I was, but like, no. I have it. Don't worry. My statement was, what's a sovereign citizen, you ask? That's my oh, next wow, look at that. Led you right there. <laughs> yeah. Led you right to it. Let's turn to University of Wisconsin at Madison law professor Keith Finley to find out. Mm. Sovereign citizens claim they are not actual citizens of the United States and do so and so do not and so do not recognize the court of law or law enforcement agencies. Basically, since they do not recognize the law, they are above it and cannot be tried for breaking it. I don't feel like that's how this works. No. It's not how any of this works. <laughs> because he's a sovereign citizen, there is no what he called subject matter jurisdiction. Subject matter jurisdiction. Um, Jennifer, judge Jennifer Doro was the judge, and she dismissed the argument as a defense strategy, saying it was not a legal argument. She's probably like, what the fuck, man? Like, I just want to go home. You no, know, like, in a court of law, being above the law isn't, like, a good argument, at least in my opinion. No, you can't go to law and be like, well, I'm above that law. The court so... of law. I'm above law. I, I am the law. Um, <laughs> just, like, defending yourself, I don't think a sovereign citizen argument has ever worked in court. I don't think it works anywhere. So I really don't know what he was going for this whole trial. No, I don't think that works anywhere. And usually these sovereign citizen arguments are backed up by conspiracy theories, and we definitely have some of those. So, as one of his witnesses, he tried to call the state of Wisconsin as a witness. But just the whole state. The whole state. Like, who do you even put up on the stand? Exactly. That that was the his governor. Argu- that was his argument: is you can't put up anyone on the stand. So how can how can the state of Wisconsin be suing me when there's there's no state of Wisconsin? <laughs> it's not a physical being. That was his argument. Man doesn't know the law at all. Does yeah, he? I said. I guess in his mind, since the state is not a person. He was trying to prove that he couldn't face his accusers. But the, but the prosecution is there on the state behalf, so. Yeah, the pros. Okay. Okay. Uh, the judge obviously denied this request. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was my favorite argument. Daryl Brooks is not his name. What is it? He does Math not- Boy Fly? <laughs> Math Boy Fly. <laughs> he does not legally recognize his name or consent to be calling Daryl Brooks. What does he want to be called? I don't know. But you want to know one of the reasons? And it's really logically sound. Um, on some of the court records, some of them, not all of them, some of them, his name was in all capital letters. That's just... Daryl Brooks! <laughs> so he's not Daryl Brooks. He's Daryl Brooks! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't consent to be called Daryl Brooks! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not his name. <laughs> Maybe it is Daryl, and that's why. That's not my name. That's not my name. They call me Daryl. They call me Brooks. (laughs) Because I ran over 68 people. (laughs) Anyway. um, he also doesn't even make any sense. (laughs) The Ting Tings. We love them. Um, He also argued the two counts of bail bail jumping that he was charged for was double jeopardy. Now, double jeopardy is not being able to be tried for the same crime twice. Yeah. But these are two different counts. Two different charges. <laughs> and he, he argued in circles about this. I would have just been exhausted. I would have been exhausted as a judge. I would have been like, I just arrest this man for wasting my time. Like, this man does not let anything go. Does not let anything go. It'll be like 20 minutes later, he'll be like, what about subject matter jurisdiction? What about the double jeopardy? Of the- He'd be like, I know nothing else. So literally- I'm a sovereign citizen. Yeah, literally. What about it? Yeah. Yeah, I got to 
a minor pregnant. What about it? What about it, my dude? Um, so, Judge Darrell had to stop the course proceedings many times because of his outbursts. I, I believe it. Um, He's like, he, poppycock! <laughs> yeah, so he... I could see him saying poppycock. She actually stated that she was afraid of Brooks at some points. I feel like Brooks would be, like, the kind of person to stalk her. Yeah, I agree. Um, he was mocking at her, screaming at her. You know, like, the judge is the most honor, like, your honor. Yeah. And we don't talk to judges like that. He'd be like, decide on you. Decide on your family. family. Decide on a cow. Yeah. Um, he actually was pounding on his fist on the table at one point and stared at the judge. Would not blink and was just staring at her. But see, I'm a fucked up individual and I'd just be like, right back. Like, <laughs> like, like pounding and then... Donkey Kong in it and staring. <laughs> and like, I watched that video. Like, it was... What'd she do? She was just like, he's... she literally said, uh, he's scaring me. I'd been like, <laughs> what? Where are the... Where are the... Uh, what are the people in the court Bailiff? called? Bailiffs. I was thinking of... Um, do you remember the... Um... Amanda show? Amanda show. And they'd be like, bring in the dancing lobsters. And I was trying to think, but I couldn't get past the dancing lobsters. <laughs> Bailiff! That's how I learned about the lobsters. Do you remember when they used to sit in the car? Oh, my God. And they couldn't God. get out of the car. What was Dr- uh, Drake's character? Not Drake. Drake Bell, not Drake. Totally Kyle. Totally Kyle. <laughs> Quick detour. Bring the bathing lobster. What is the court? Okay. But seriously, that's how I learned you know, what a bailiff was because there, of the Amanda show. If there was dancing lobsters in this trial, it wouldn't have been the craziest thing. <laughs> it wouldn't have been the craziest thing at the trial. <laughs> so He uh, probably would have been like, bring in the dancing lobster. He'd be like, what about these lobsters? <laughs> Are they sovereign citizens? <laughs> Do they have subject matter jurisdiction? <laughs> like, no, they don't. <laughs> so Daryl would apologize for an incident saying he wasn't raised like that. Then would go right back to arguing with the judge. Sorry, I wasn't raised like that. And apparently, you don't have to explain anything to him. You don't have to explain anything. Even though he has like these wild theories that don't make sense and would argue in circle. You don't have to explain anything to him. Is that what he would say? Yeah. That's literally what he said. You do not have to explain anything. I'd be like, okay, I'm explaining nothing to you and using only legal jargon from here on out. Good luck. Keep up. Um, she even tried printing out some statutes for him and laws for him to acknowledge and read to, like, see what, like, here's what I mean. Yeah, like, trying to really show him, like, this is... Mm-hmm. And every time she would state a statute, a case law, or a ruling, he would say, is that a lawful law? <laughs> what the fuck makes a law lawful? <laughs> I guess if you're a sovereign citizen, it's not a lawful law. This judge sounds like she has so much patience because I would just be like, no, I'm sorry, um, this is over. Judge Darrow, which I firmly agree with, was he was using these crazy theories and outbursts to prolong the trial. Oh, absolutely. Um, and she she was a trooper. I guess she was because, because holy hell, I could never. If she just didn't put up with it he could say that it was because of the judge that he did not get a fail trial bruh do you <laughs> so are talking not, gibberish over she here did not want him to be able to appeal because of the judge acting unfairly so she gave him every warning and the only person that ruined the case was himself good for her that that's a good judge but wait my boy ended up needing to be removed from the courtroom several times and move to another courtroom. But like, then what happens? Himself. He's the only person. <laughs> by himself. He, he alone is his well, defense. With Like, he had to be removed and had bailiffs with him in another room. So, like, the trial would just be... So they can mute him when he started 
having outbursts. Oh, so he would, like, say his shit from another room. Yeah. So he could say his shit, he could listen, but when he started acting a fool, they could mute him. <laughs> That's so funny. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. And he actually ended up forfeiting his rights to call more witnesses in defense because he refused to answer any of the judge's questions. He said he couldn't hear and was deaf in one ear. Oh, my God, like Joe Kennedy. He don't hear <laughs> oh too good. God. He don't hear too good. <laughs> but uh, the others in the rooms, like the playlist. Claimed it was loud and clear, and he was right in front of the monitor. And they, they, he wouldn't put on the headphones so he could hear until he was asked to by the judge. And how old is he? Forty. He's forty, and he was like, "I shouldn't have to be like, I shouldn't know. You should have to ask me." Like this is like child arguments. This is like me arguing with my son to put his pants on in the morning. <laughs> you shouldn't have to ask me to put my pants. On. You should ask me to put my pants on. I guess. Um, he tried several times to place like boxes surrounding him so you couldn't see him on the monitor like a fort <laughs> he's building a castle and like the bailiffs would move the boxes and he'd like stack them right back <laughs> but like she asked them to move them because i guess they were like, documents or whatever he wanted but she didn't want to ear he doesn't even know what's in those boxes he's already saying he can't hear <laughs> he's building a fort like who got him all these boxes of documents and what documents are I, in the boxes i i I could not. It's probably just, like, a drawing he did. Like, like you know those, like, you know. I know, like, you know, a legal, like, like, like a. Like, like, evidence box. Yeah, you know, I know like, exactly you know, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He had, like, six of them. Like, <laughs> but she didn't want to interview in the background, so she said, can you please get them away? Can we please see your face? Like, what are you doing? Man, still probably has a mask on, too. Like, <laughs> what a clown. Oh. Uh-huh. So. The what a pro- goober. <laughs> He's a goober. He's a goober. That's the best way to put it. In the prosecution's closing argument, um, is if he just wandered on the parade route was out of out of a miraculous thing, all he had to do was stop, and the police would have escorted him out of the way. That was, and not once did he attempt to stop, and he was hitting speeds of thirty miles per hour. This went on for four blocks and killed sixty-eight people, and he kept going until there was no more people to run over, and then ran. Well, it, and my thing is, okay, so say by some force in the world he wandered in the parade route really had mechanical issues went into the crowd he's going 34 30 to 40 miles per hour like he's hitting the gas because like you're hitting people you're slowing down you're hitting the gas like you are not yeah, he's con- consistently going like 30 miles an hour so he's like still if you hit people and like say your brakes didn't work you would you start would still, to slow down yeah, 68 people you would slow down, but he's hitting the gas. Like, you are hitting the... You are actively going, my my, my guy. Mm-hmm. Like... Did not try to stop, and, like... How would you get on the parade route? We, we discuss it. How, I, I, and, like, if you found out you're on the parade route... Would I'd be like, oh, just shit. Be like, oh, Smile shit. and wave, boys. Oh, Smile and wave. Actually, I have a thing for this. So, last Friday, I went to Robo's, which mm-hmm. is a pumpkin patch here. And on the way home, I guess crazy Lakeland people... Have a parade every time their high school football team wins. Oh yeah, that's and I got caught in the parade route because like it's like a spur of the moment parade, so they have nothing closed up. Yeah, and I was freaking out because all I see is like forty police cars coming at me, fire engines, ambulances, and I was like, "That's oh, it, I am arrested." God. And you know the first thing I did, I stopped. Yes, well, yeah. the first thing I did was stop because I didn't know what to do. Yeah, they're probably like this drunk girl over here. <laughs> and here I am screaming in the car with my friends because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I keep moving? Do I stop here? I don't know. So I just stopped until they passed and then I went. 
Well, normally if you see police, you like pull it aside, right? Yeah. Not in the middle of the road. You're like, huh? <laughs> there were like 50 of them. And then there were school buses. I don't know. It was, it was just really scary. Because at first I was like, oh my God. Is there oh, a murder on the loose? Because <laughs> there's 40 cop cars. And then, like, we saw people with signs. At, and yeah. then I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then my friend Sienna explained what was going on. I was like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, where was I? Brooke's closing argument was based on jury notification, <clears throat> which he told the jury, you have a power to nullify any law you do not agree with. Um, it doesn't work like that, but go on. Um, Judge Darrow stricken this from the record, obviously, so the jury would disregard. Um, the jury's probably like, I, I honestly for a second forgot that there was a jury in this room. Like, I yeah. would love to see their faces just be like, what is going well, on? Well, the jury wasn't present for all of it. No? No, but... Still. Still. Um, he also tried giving new evidence, which I said earlier, uh, which you can't do in a closing argument. Remember, yeah. he forfeited the rest of his argument because he just wouldn't respond, wouldn't cooperate. Um, and she said, hey, you're forfeiting. Do you forfeiting. think this is him trying to prove the insanity, though? He took that off, remember? I know, but, like, is he trying to drive home the fact that he is insane? Like, oh, I fired my I fired my attorneys. I am rash and irrational. And I don't know. I think he actually wanted the jury to be like, yeah, you can go free because... Because I guess if you still were not guilty by reason of insanity, you'd still go like, to, like, a facility. Even if there's enough evidence, the jury can technically say you're not guilty. But, yeah, it has to be proven behind a reasonable doubt. <clears throat> and, um, and, and I guess Brooks said there was some kind of reasonable doubt here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, like, he was he was a driver. He knew it was the, he knew the driver's intent. Yeah, he physically, like, they were connected. Even mentally, though he wasn't the driver. But he wasn't there. No, He knew, he knew the driver's in His head. mom took the car. <laughs> it was his mom. That's why. <laughs> and, you know, that mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he stated evidence in the argument for a recall for Ford Escape, saying the <laughs> <laughs> malfunction of... He's like, nope, it was Ford, not me. <laughs> yeah. Said it was a malfunction of throttle bodies. I have no idea what that means. Uh... Nope, got nothing for you. He believes I'm, throttle like has to do with like going, <laughs> like the <laughs> maybe gas. That was the gas? Like maybe he was like, oh, but the, if you're gas, but was... what about the brakes? Yeah, there's still brakes if they're the they both maybe that whole functioning. I don't like know. Like the whole car was just but possessed was just by like, the ghost of Henry Ford. The the possession of Cairo. It was Cairo the demon. Oh my god. <laughs> um, he believes the only one side of the story was told. But, you know, he forfeited his right. To what other the, side is the there? The story. I don't know. And he, he said his points. Like, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure he, he he said what he needed to say. And he said he would um, never intentionally hurt someone, which I have. Um, but, what's with uh, all the domestic violence then? Yeah, like, uh, except for my ex-girlfriend. She doesn't count. A lot of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of them. Remember, he had a domestic incident on the day. Oh, these are two separate girlfriends? No, I think they're the same girlfriend. Yeah. But he had, a, remember, he had a domestic incident before which which i think caused all the rage to go kill people but even so like my husband and i have like gotten into fights obviously not physical but like arguments and like i'd go for a drive and never just be like yeah look at that crowd over there looks like i want to hurt them like no i turn on music and i cry so (laughs) but also remember he was arrested two weeks before for another domestic violence incident where he ran over her foot 
Yeah. That's what, yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so on October 26th, after three hours and 15 minutes of deliberation, the jury came back on a guilty verdict of all 76 charges. So we have six counts of first degree intentional homicide, 61 counts of recklessly endangering safety, six counts of a hit and run to causing death, two counts of bail jumping, and one count of misdemeanor battery. Okay, I was wondering what they were going to charge him with. And as he got this charge, bystanders in the crowd were yelling, burn in hell, you piece of shit, and which they were immediately removed from the courtroom. That's okay. <laughs> I'm burn. like, do That'd it. be me. <laughs> so, as of Monday, a hearing was held to discuss the logistics of in the time of sentencing. The sentencing is set to be on November 15th, but he's probably going to appeal that. He's um, probably with his, you know, whole ass legal team. Yeah, he, 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 I picture like you know the SpongeBob episode when it's on fire and they're all just running around. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm picturing is going on. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> what is his name? Somebody no, get no, me his name. Cause it's not Daryl Brooks. <laughs> um, thirty-six people have been interested in making impact statements during the sentencing hearing, which will be hopefully November fifteenth. Um, he's obviously pushing for no more time, noting his schedule conflicts. <laughs> Does he have another case he's got to attend to? Actually, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> November 17th, he has a court date in Milwaukee County for two charges, um, being that he ran over his girlfriend's foot, the one that he was arrested for. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they'll let you go if you just go to this one because, you know, you're going to be in jail. Like, you'll be okay. You probably will get more. But, like, this is the 15th. So he can go to... Like, you'll be all right. He can go to the hearing on the 15th, the 16th, and go to his 17th. Like, it's not conflicting. No, it, can, it, I've got too much of my schedule for this week. It just doesn't work out. Can we do it for another time? Um, and Brooks said he expected 20 or more people to speak on his behalf. Oh, my guy. <laughs> um, and he had, You don't count as 20 people. The, the judge said um, she would allow family members in port in person but he's not just gonna let anybody in the courtroom he's like you you look like you want to talk about me tell him we were best friends yeah so he has a um till november 11th i think at noon she said to give the list of his participants which she's being fair like no yeah she's doing more than i would because i'd be like brooks do you even know um people do you even know 20 people brooks (laughs) but the state argued that it's imperative for the victims to have the sentencing before the anniversary which will be on the 21st of November. November. So it was like a Christmas parade? Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, I just wanted to note that Wisconsin does not have the death penalty, so that is not on the table. That sucks. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, my... Do, do they know what kind of sentence they're looking at? I'm assuming life, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think there was something I read about 896 years or something like that. Mm. Daryl Brooks probably thinks he could live 800. Yeah, I'm surprised he's like, I'm not, I'm a 150-year-old vampire. That conflicts with my schedule, those 800 and <laughs> some years. You know, jail conflicts with, like, what I have to do on the weekends. <laughs> right, so, like, I have a Kesha concert I gotta go to, so. I, he's got his own concert, Matt, Matt Oh, Boy yeah, Fly. Matt Boy Fly. Um, so, I, I would love to look up some of his songs. Oh, can we? We might have to. We might have to talk about it because we're we're gonna get back to this because if sentencing is November, we're gonna right. cover well, that. I too. promise you, when we come back with the sentencing, we will look up some Math Boy Fly songs. We might wrap some. Yeah, maybe right. he'll sue us for that. He might. We don't have subject matter jurisdiction for that. <laughs> we don't. We do not. 
All right, so Brooke's antics to not in there. Oh my god, I thought this was all. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> you told me this was a short one today. <laughs> I thought it was. It's not. Because <laughs> last week I had ten pages, and now I have seven. Um, so his new claim <laughs> during this this hearing before the hearing that there were shock devices on his ankles during the trial. I wish there was. <laughs> he said, it's a shock device. My legs were covered by a black cloth over the table so the jury and the public could not see it. That's right. They need to be aware. I had shock devices on my ankles. You know, Daryl, if they did have those, you would be the one to have them. <laughs> so Judge Darrow called the deputy to testify about the restraints used. And he said, it's not of any type of electronic device. It was a soft restraint that we applied to Mr. Brooks prior to coming into court every day. There's so he didn't fucking run. <laughs> yeah. There's no ability to shock or anything of that nature. Soft restraints are protocol. Um, yeah, I could picture what they're talking about in and my head. these were connected to the table, these soft restraints, and he could still stand and walk within four feet of the table. Man's on a leash. <laughs> he was on a leash, but they weren't. It wasn't a. It wasn't like an electric fence, right? Like I'm picturing, like he had like a shock collar on. Um, but George Darrell did say that sharing of these photos of these restraints would make details of safety measures used in the courtroom and would jeopardize security. So she will not share the restraints used. Well, yeah, because if you put those out to the public, then someone will figure out how to get out of them. Exactly, exactly. And I'm proud of Daryl. You're proud of him? Just wait. He lasted 15 minutes in the courtroom before being kicked out. Yeah. 15 minutes. That, that's good for That's him. a record for, for Daryl. Um, what do you kick out for this time? Just outbursts. <laughs> just outbursts. Like saying that he was using shock shit and once it was disproven, he still goes on. Like after he's disproven, he still goes on. He'll go on. He'll be like, he'll be at the sentencing. He'll be like, what about the shock? What about subject? He's gonna be in the courtroom for those 100 and, or 800 and some years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, court records show that um, he's already planning to appeal. Um, he'll have 20 days after sentencing to file an appeal. Um, and he will file that appeal. Yeah, he will. You know he will. And when that occurs, we will definitely provide an update on this case yeah and, and math boy fly and definitely math boy fly songs definitely okay so i have a quick case because kelly th- told me she had a short one today <laughs> and it turned out not to be a short one so i just have a quick one and i just want to touch upon this because it's in the news and it's everywhere so i wanted to make sure we mentioned it so an indiana man both my cases were in Indiana today, weren't they? Yeah. Kind of. The other one was all over. The well, it was all over, but yeah. Uh, has been charged with the 2017 murders of two eighth grade girls, 14-year-old Liberty German, and they called her Libby, and 13-year-old Abigail Williams, who obviously they called Abby. Mm. Um, they disappeared while hiking in Delphi and were found dead um, a day later. And most people call this case the Delphi murders. Yeah. Correct. 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 In case you um, know what so the most recent update is that on Monday, October 31st, um, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Uh, Richard Allen, a 50 year old CVS worker, was arrested and charged with two counts of murder. Um, he has pleaded guilty and is being held in custody without bond. Um, so I just want to note that the like it is not being released on why they arrested him and what they arrested him on. 
Okay. That's sealed right now. Ooh. Yeah. So weird. But I just want to make note of that. Mm-hmm. So in February 2017, Liberty German and Abigail Williams set out to hike the Delphi Historic Trails um, on the last day of their winter break. Uh, Liberty's dad came to pick the girls up at the agreed-upon time, but the girls never showed up. They weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, the police were notified, and an extensive search began, and the girls' bodies were found a day later in a wooded area about a half mile away from the bridge where um, they were dropped off. Yeah. Um, videos and photos were found on Liberty's phone that showed a man walking behind the girls on a bridge. Um, in the video, you could hear the male voice say, guys, down the hill. And I actually have the audio. It was on Snapchat to begin with, right? Yeah. Everything was like on Snapchat and like good for her to know enough to like record because I don't know, I'd be freaked out. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but it is terrifying. You can look it up on YouTube, the video, and see the guy, um, the video of the guy walking. Mm-hmm. But good for her, really, to take that video. Definitely. I would never think. Mm-mm. I'd be like, oh, okay, going down the hill. <laughs> yeah, you would be. I'd be like, um, no, I'm going to run. Out of the two quick. of us, I would definitely be murdered or kidnapped or. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, oh, Nanny. I have a dog? Okay. Um, so the sketches of the man were released, um, but the investigation con- continued for more than 2,000 days. Um, the reward for information exceeded $300,000 in 2021. Oh so people God. wanted this solved, and I don't blame them. Yeah. But um, on October 13th, um, neighbors say that Alan's house was being searched and took various items, including his SUV. So like I said, we don't know why, A, they found this guy. Mm-hmm. Be what they arrested him on, or see what they found. And just think, like this guy was a random CVS worker. Like, and think CVS. about it, he just got arrested. It is 2022. Mm-hmm. This happened in 2017. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And not much is really known about Richard Allen, other than he lives in Delphi, is married, and works at CVS. And what's really messed up is that his the the girl's family, Liberty's family has had interactions with him at CVS. What? Yeah, she is like a frequent flyer at the CVS. And she recalls a time where this is uh, Liberty's Aunt Tara, Tara German. Um, she went there to print off pictures for Liberty's funeral. And she was trying to get the pictures off of her phone to print. And she couldn't do it. And Alan helped her. Oh, my God. And he, so they printed the pictures. And he said, I'm not going to charge you for this. And didn't charge her for the pictures of the girl he allegedly killed. I'm literally speechless. I forgot we were on a podcast. I'm just like staring at her with my (laughs) mouth agape. Yeah, that's how I was when I found that information. Crazy. That that's fucking like imagine being her family and like seeing who they arrested and being like, oh my god. I don't know. I feel like. I don't know why, but I just pictured, like, us riding on horsebacks with, like, torches. To kill this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go down to the CVS. Right? So, that's crazy. That, like, blew my mind and hurt my entire soul. But, like, how heartless are you? Like, he, um, I feel like, did it to be a prick. Oh. I mean, obviously, we don't know a lot about him yet, but, like, 
you know what those pictures are. You see the pictures. You you know what's going on. You've seen the news. And, like, I, my first thought is, like, he's definitely killed other people. I don't know why. I mean, but... that's the only thing that I was thinking is, like, this has been to, since 2017. You're going to tell me these two girls were just random girls that he decided to kill in 2017 and never do it again? Yeah. It was, like, I don't think it was just, like, like, I mean, they were probably just opportunity. Because I, I think the, but... the, the way I know of the case was you go across a bridge. Mm-hmm. But to get back, you have to go back across that bridge. Like, yeah. there's no way That's out. what it seems like, yeah. So, like, no matter what, they were coming at this guy yeah. to go home. Well, from what the video sounds like, it sounds like the girl was holding her phone. I'm demonstrating this. I know you guys can't see. And, like, maybe filming him, mm-hmm. like, from, like, the front camera. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, he was behind them. Mm-hmm. Which is terrifying. Yeah, so they would have no way out. No. Um, but so there was another interesting thing that I found, and that's in December 2021, police were seeking information. Um, so this is obviously before Richard Allen was searched, arrested, whatever. So they were looking for information regarding a social media profile called Anthony Shots. Shot, 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 shot. And this is a catfish account um, used on various social medias. And it is said that he used images of a well-known male model and portrayed himself as being extremely wealthy and owning sports cars. The person who created this account used this profile to communicate with juvenile females to solicit nude pictures, obtain their addresses, and attempt to meet them. We were just talking about my catfish on Hinge. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not... Like, they didn't say, like, why they were looking for this. I'm assuming maybe they found this guy in one of the girls' Snapchats since everything they found was on Snapchat. Oh, so maybe, like... And they she... didn't say it was connected to Richard Allen, but what if they traced it back to Richard Allen and found and, like, that he was catfishing young girls and... He saw, like, on our story where they were going or something. Or maybe they were going to meet up with this Anthony Schatz guy or whatever. Yeah. And it turns out that's not him. Because it's so weird if you listen to the VO just to say, guys, guys down the hill, down the hill. Like what is, and like the way he says it, it's not like, hey guys, get down the hill, get down the hill. Like it was just like guys, down the hill, down the hill. I'm like, like what does that mean? I always like never understood like two victims at the same time. Like why would you think that that's gonna work out for you? I mean it does, but I'm like. Well, they're two young That's girls. That's just ballsy. To they're me. two young girls. And who knows who Richard Allen really is. And I mean, I'm so curious to see. Like, again, everything is sealed right now about why they arrested him, what they found, why they got a search warrant, like what led them to this guy. Like, we have nothing. But um, his pretrial hearing will begin on January 30th, um, which with his trial to follow on March um, 20th. So we have to wait a little while longer than I would like to wait. But... 100%. We will find out. We will find out. Let's hope he's not like Daryl. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to know more. Like, we have nothing on Richard Allen. Nothing. Nothing. So. And he was married. And it's so weird that they're keeping it so secretive. It is very weird. Like, usually they just be like, oh, well, we arrested him on this for this, and this is what we got. But it seems like they don't want to 
mess it up. So they're keeping everything close to the chest right now. Yeah. So, very weird. Suspicious. Very suspicious, right? (laughs) Well, that is our show today, and we will hopefully have updates on these cases. I will definitely have very soon. There are no updates on our cases from last week yet, which is sad. Yes, but I'm gonna put like them together so we can keep track. Yeah, we we got a list of what we gotta keep track of. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll see whether or not we do like an episode just with updates or maybe we'll include it in like the main podcast but we'll see we'll figure it out when we get there we We will figure it out i'll have an update in the next couple weeks hopefully yeah your your case will have an update soon i i hope we find this anderson bitch and get an update on that one because cairo needs some justice then you'll have to wait for at least january yeah i'm gonna assume we're not gonna hear anything on this one for a while Alrighty, Roo, then. Alrighty, Roo. And just know if you, there's any cases you feel that we should know about and discuss, um, email us at suspishpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on the gram at suspishpodcast. Wow, you sounded like an old lady. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. The flippity flop. The flippity flop. <laughs>